When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today, tailoring it to suit your business-specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. You're listening to the online marketing made easy podcast episode number 84. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and I am so excited for today because we are talking again about my favorite topic, list building. Now, before we dive in, I wanted to make sure that you've already listened to episode number 83. That episode is all about cultivating a list building mindset. You've likely heard the phrase that success is 80% mindset, 20% mechanics. I believe that, and if you believe that too, and you've been struggling with growing your list consistently, then you definitely want to jump back to episode number 83, where we dive into the mindset of list building. And I share a personal story with you where I kind of could have got off track really bad, more so than I actually did, if I would have continued down a certain road. And I share that with you in hopes that you might see some parallels with your own stories. We also did a really cool exercise in number 83, where we uncovered what your mindset blocks were around list building. Like if you are not generating 75 new leads per week, yes, that sounds aggressive. And we're going to talk about that here today as well. But if you are not, then you might have some mental blocks, some excuses, possibly some ego issues that are getting in the way. I know that might sound weird, but I explained it all in episode number 83. So go uncover some of those and then come back to this one where we're going to get into the mechanics of growing your email list. So specifically, we're diving into how to set up the foundation of your list building strategy. We're talking about lead magnets. We're talking about hosting those on your website, and we're talking about driving traffic to them through social media and some other channels. Now for my newbies, because I know I've got some newbies on here, a lead magnet is something you create and you give away in exchange for a name and email. So lead magnets can be a bunch of different things like cheat sheets or checklists, so PDFs, videos, webinars, and 
things that are like that, where you're going to create something and give it away. A lead magnet might also be a discount code or free shipping. So there's different things you can do with a lead magnet. I tend to talk about the cheat sheets, checklists, videos, webinars, all of that, because most of my students are creating online training programs or courses or membership sites, or they have services that they're packaging and selling online. So for those types of businesses, the PDFs or videos or webinars work best. Now, for the sake of this training, sometimes I say freebie in exchange for lead magnet. So lead magnet, freebie, same thing to me. Just wanted to make that really clear. Okay, so moving on and diving in, as always, I've got a freebie for you to help you take action with today's mini training on list building. I don't know about you, but I love when someone shows me a bunch of examples of what's possible for my business. I love to see what other people are doing. Of course, not to steal their ideas, but just to get an idea of what it might look like and what the lead magnet might be and where would I place it on the web or on my website specifically. Like I like a lot of examples. So if you're anything like me, then you will love today's freebie. I put together 17 stellar examples of list building opportunities. And there's a really good mix inside this free cheat sheet that I've created for you. So the way to get it is you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 84 download. So amyporterfield.com forward slash 84 download. Or if you're on your smartphone, you can text the phrase 84 download to the number 33444. So you could text or you could just go to that URL and you can get the freebie right away. Again, 17 stellar examples of list building opportunities that will get your creative juices flowing. All right. So now let's dive in and we're going to first look at the big picture when it comes to growing your email list, because when it comes to growing your list, I truly believe that you need to become a master at knowing what your tribe needs and wants from you. And that's a whole other episode. And specifically, I did an episode about understanding your audience more through surveys. And I'll link to that in the show notes at amyporterfield.com forward slash 84. So I'll link to that episode, but you really do need to know what they want and what they need. And that's not going to happen overnight. So the more you dig in, ask questions, pay attention, listen, you've heard this all right. The more you really dig in and understand your audience, the better or more powerful your lead magnets will become. So that's the first thing I wanted to put out there, because if you don't know your audience, I want you to listen to the episode about surveying them and really understanding what they need and want. Now, when you create a lead magnet for your tribe, I want it to be swoon worthy. I know that sounds really silly, but that's the phrase I kept thinking of when I wanted to explain this to you. I want them to think, oh my goodness, this is so good. I can't believe it's free. Every time someone downloads anything of mine, whether it be on my podcast or if it's a webinar they show up on, or if it's some kind of free PDF that I'm promoting before a big launch or whatever, I want them to think this is so freaking good. And so the way I do that is I understand my audience and then I'm never afraid to give the best stuff away for free. You've heard this, right? So even though you've probably heard that before, give your best stuff away for free, you might still have questions about that. Like how much do I give away for free in the lead magnet or the freebie? And then how much do I save for my online training program or product or service? And what I always say is 
never be really scared about that. So much of what I give away for free on my podcast can be actually found in my paid programs. However, inside my paid programs, I go a whole lot deeper, give a whole lot more examples, and I supplement everything I teach with cheat sheets and checklists and blueprints, and I organize it in a way that you have it all there in front of you at once. That's the beauty of joining somebody's online training programs. But that doesn't mean you can't find some of that information out there on the web for free. So I never worry about teaching something and giving really good content and making it actionable inside my free content because I know I go even deeper with my paid programs. And so when I say I go even deeper, that doesn't mean that I just scratch the surface in my free stuff because then no one would actually want to buy my stuff if my free stuff wasn't so good. So you've got to think of that. And I don't want you to be fearful about putting your best stuff out there for free. There's always more of that where that came from, right? Okay. So we already know you're going to knock their socks off with your freebie, the content inside that freebie. However, there's another layer to this that you need to be really aware of before you decide on your lead magnet. And that's what I'm going to talk about next. I'm going to get there in a moment, but first I want to set the stage. I believe that if you are struggling with list building and you want some really clear direction, one of the best ways to go about this is to start with the three tiered list building strategy, meaning there's three ways that you are going to grow your email list every single day. Consistency here. That's the key word of this episode. So the first way that you want to build your email list is through a signature lead magnet or signature freebie. So your signature freebie is meant to be your most powerful and often most popular lead magnet. It's often very specific to one topic and therefore attracts an audience that is genuinely interested in what you're ultimately focused on in your business right now. It's that one thing that comes up a bunch when you're talking to people about your business. So let me tell you what I mean by that. Everyone has seasons in their business right now. You can probably guess if you follow my podcast, I'm in the season of teaching people how to do webinars. That is my main focus right now. And because I'm in that season, I'm going to be in it for a few more months. Every time I'm talking to people about growing their business online, when I know that they're a good candidate for webinars, I just start talking about webinars. Here's how you do them. This is how you get started. This is why they're so powerful. I just find myself constantly talking about webinars right now because they're top of mind and they're a huge push inside my business. So because of that, I know that that's a great signature freebie because it's where I want most of the people that find me to go. I want them to experience something free around webinars to see if they're a good fit or not. Now, the great thing about a signature freebie is that it can change. Now, it probably shouldn't change more than once a quarter because usually when we're in a season or in our business, most of us entrepreneurs look at quarters as a season. So right now, if I'm in the seasons of webinars early next year, we're going to flip that and we're likely going to be in a new season where we're going to focus on a different program. And so your signature freebie can change, but it shouldn't be changing rapidly. And whatever it is, it should be something that relates to what you're selling. So let's talk about this. If you walk away with one lesson from today's episode, this is the one I want you to walk away from. 
Now to help you decide on your signature freebie, it's important that you consider your end game. So this is what I want you to ask yourself. What does your ideal audience need to understand, be aware of, or believe in order to want or need your product program or service? I'm going to say it one more time. What does your ideal audience need to understand, be aware of, or believe in order to want or need your paid product program or service? So when you get really good with lead magnets is when you start aligning them with what you ultimately want to offer as your paid program, product, or service. So mine is really clear cut and yours might not be this way, but right now my signature freebie is a free webinar on webinars. Like at the time of this recording, if you went to my website, right at the top of my website, you'll see an invite to a free webinar all about webinars. So mine is very easy in terms of, well, I want my audience to know the value of webinars. So I'm going to do a webinar about the value of webinars. Kind of easy, right? Yours might not be so black and white, but when you really start to understand what it's going to take for your audience to want and need your product, you want to back up and say, okay, so where do they need to be? Maybe where do they need to be in their mindset? Maybe where do they need to be in their body? Like at what shape do they need to be in right now in order for them to feel that they need my product? If it's like a health and fitness kind of thing, or what opportunity do they need to understand is in front of them before they're going to say, I'm going to put money into this because I want that. So maybe your freebie has to do with sharing an opportunity with them or helping them understand how easy it is to get a quick win in a certain area. And then they dive deeper with you into your paid program. Or maybe you just want to teach them something where they really start to see things click together. And then of course you go deeper with them in your paid program, product or service for a signature freebie. This is really important because I'm not just teaching you how to grow your email list. I'm teaching you how to grow a lucrative email list, one where you can generate revenue from consistently. And the only way that's possible is if your signature freebie is aligned with what you ultimately plan to sell. Now for my newbies, those that aren't ready to sell anything, then you're not going to be really clear in this area and that's okay. You're going to just do your best and think, okay, I have a good idea about what I eventually want to sell. I'm not positive, but I have a good idea. Then just start from there. Others that are listening now, you know what you're selling. You know, the number one thing that sells the best, I would choose that one. And I'd create a signature freebie for that. Now, remember this one's going to be front and center on your website. And I'm going to talk about that in the next section, but because it's going to be front and center. You want to make sure that it is going to be valuable to a big audience. If it's only like a quarter of your audience, that's going to find this valuable. That probably isn't a signature freebie. Now with webinars, I know that hundred percent of my audience is not interested in webinars, but I'll, I'll give you a little peek into my business. I'm really trying to focus on the audience out there that are interested in creating online training programs products, services, membership sites. So training courses, training programs, digital ones. 
Those are the people that I feel like I can help the most. Now, I know some of you are listening maybe with a physical product and you feel like you've gotten value out of my podcast. Amazing. But if I had to like really narrow it down, I'm really trying to appeal most to those people that want or have an online training program or course. So because of that, I know that webinars are really a powerful tool in your marketing arsenal. So that's why I made that my signature giveaway. So although I won't appeal to 100% of my audience, I know I'm going to appeal to a large number of my perfect ideal audience that I want to reach. So hopefully that helps you start thinking about what your signature freebie might look like. Again, we're going to put it front and center on your website and I'll come back to that. Now, let's move on to the second tier. And the second tier is what I call secondary freebies. I couldn't think of a really amazing name for that. I'm not good at naming things. So we're just going with secondary freebies. And the secondary freebies are maybe not as elaborate. Like my webinar on webinars is a big deal. It took me weeks and weeks to create and I put a lot of work into it. And then we had to turn it on automation. And there's a lot of bells and whistles there. Not that your signature freebie has to be that big, but it is something that you're going to put some really great effort into it. Your secondary freebies shouldn't take you as long to create and they should be easy to get, you know, going in terms of where you're putting them and how you're using them and all that good stuff. So let me give you an example of a secondary freebie. A secondary freebie for me would be all of the freebies I offer you on my podcast. Now that I always put a lot of thought into them and as a team, we work really hard on making them stellar. But if there's a freebie for a podcast that's going to take me weeks to create, I probably wouldn't make that a secondary freebie because I know that only a certain amount of people are going to listen to this podcast episode. And if it's something really big, like a really amazing freebie, I'm going to, you know, take it to the next level and not just make it about one podcast episode. See what I'm saying there? So a secondary freebie for me would be, all the different freebies I have on my podcast. Another example is something that I love to teach and I've talked about before, but if you are interested in writing a few epic blog posts, like blog posts that are just going to be the meat of your site, like they talk about everything you love to talk about in terms of your brand and they all relate back to what you sell. So everyone should have like three epic blog posts. Like one of mine would be Facebook engagement because I have a Facebook 101 program and it's a really big epic post all about getting more engagement on Facebook and that lives on my site and gets me a lot of traffic. So if you have a few different blog posts that talk about the topics that you love to talk about and relate back to your entire brand and what you sell, well, those are going to get you a lot of traffic on your site. Inside those blog posts, you can have a freebie, a secondary freebie where Let's say inside the blog post, if I'm talking about Facebook engagement, I might do a free PDF and show you 10 ways to get more engagement on Facebook with like images and examples and all that good stuff. So it's not a freebie that would showcase everything I'm about right now in the season of my business, but it's one piece of it because I've got a Facebook 101 program that I sell. So the secondary freebies will definitely attract a more general audience, but then when they get on your list, you can then nurture them week by week if you're emailing your list and really cultivating a relationship. So this secondary freebie might not lead directly to a sell. None of my podcast episode freebies lead directly to a sell, but you're getting on my list if you like one of my freebies and I get to get to know you more and you get to know me more through 
weekly emails of cultivating our relationship. The signature one, it doesn't have to, but my signature freebie leads to a direct sell. On the webinar, I sell my webinar course. It doesn't have to be like that for you if you're not ready yet, but it could be. You you could do a three-part video series as your signature freebie, or you could do um, a webinar like I do, or you could do some kind of email marketing autoresponder that leads eventually to a sell. That's getting a little bit more advanced for my newbies just starting out list building. I don't want you to worry even about selling yet. I just want you to focus on what your audience really needs and what you ultimately plan to sell. So I just wanted to show my more advanced students, there are layers there that you could get into. So the second way to grow your email list is with secondary freebies. Now you can have as many as you want. I have a whole heck of a lot of them because I try to do one with each podcast episode. Um, But you don't have to have tons. I say just create one. Let's start with one baby steps, create an epic blog post and put a freebie in there. If you want to see how I do it, I'm going to link to one article that was a really big success with this, a blog post with a freebie in it. And I will tell you that I love to use lead boxes for my secondary freebies. So if you want to see how it works, if you went to this episode here, so if you went to amyporterfield.com forward slash 84, you'll get my show notes, which I treat as blog posts. So if you read my blog post, you'll come across a big yellow bar. You click on it and a pop-up box appears. That is a lead box. We use them for all of our secondary freebies on my website. And as you can see, it's not just a typical pop-up. It just doesn't pop up for anybody. You've got to click because you're interested. So you click on wanting the freebie, a pop-up box appears, you put your name and email in, and I send it to you. So I love lead boxes for secondary freebies, and I'm going to link to an article all about lead boxes, which of course is from my favorite business, Lead Pages, which is my tool of choice for all things list building. I mean, I can't do a list building episode and not talk to you about how passionate I am about all the features that Lead Pages offers. So I'll definitely give you some resources if you want to dive deeper into lead pages and see what they have for you in terms of what they can do for your business. Okay, so we've got the signature freebie, the secondary freebie, start with just one and then you can add on. And then the third one is the promotional freebies. Now, these are freebies that you have to really get ahead of. So not everyone will be ready for the third tier and that's okay as well. But let me talk to you about this because it is important and it has made a huge impact in my students list building strategies as well as my own. So a promotional freebie is something that you would do ahead of a big promo. Now for my students in webinars that convert, this is your fill up formula. So you already know about this. You could look at the fill up formula and I'm, I'm speaking in code here to my students, but you could look up at the fill up formula as like a secondary freebie. But for you, I'm actually looking at the fill up formula as a promotional freebie because you're doing some kind of pre webinar freebie before a webinar launch. Okay. For those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, just earmuffs for a second. So I don't confuse you, but I just wanted to make that clear to my students. So let's talk about these promotional freebies. I do them as a way to grow my email list with people that will be genuinely interested in my next launch. Now I do live launches and then I have automated programs out there, but for any of you that are going to, and you know, I hate that word launch because it scares people, but for any of you that are going to do a live promotion, then the promotional freebie is a great idea. So let me break it down and show you how I use it. The last time I launched the profit lab, which was back in April, it's one of my programs. The last time I launched profit lab, 
about a month before I launched it, I created this really cool PDF called the Product Maximizer. And the Product Maximizer talked about three different ways to make more money online, like three things you could be doing right now to start making more money online. The Profit Lab is focused around making money online. And so there was a direct correlation. It was fully aligned. And I wanted to start getting more people interested in the topic. And I wanted to build an email list so that when I started to promote the Profit Lab, I knew like this was a special list of people that were genuinely interested in the topic of my paid program. And because of the timing, that's kind of the magic of these promotional freebies. A month or maybe just a few weeks or even a few days leading up to when I launched the program, these people opted in and said, this is a topic I'm interested in right now. So I could follow up with them and say, hey, I know you downloaded the product maximizer. I hope you got a lot of value from it. And if you were really struggling with sales online, come join my free webinar where I dive even deeper into this topic. And of course, on the free webinar, I promote Profit Lab. So I, it was like two tiered lead magnet free PDF in the beginning, which tends to be, you know, a less serious way to give your name an email. Like when you're signing up for a webinar, it's a date and time, maybe more commitment there. Getting people to sign up for a cheat sheet sometimes could be easier for you. You just got to experiment. For me, it tends to be equal, but my students have said like, I can get people to sign up for a cheat sheet easier than I can a webinar. Great. Then let's start with the cheat sheet. Once they're on your list with that, you can email them and invite to your webinar down the road. So if you want to see an example of my product maximizer, just to kind of see how it works, I'll make sure to link to it in the show notes at amyporterfield.com forward slash 84. You can see the registration page that I set up for it. You can even download it and see what I talked about in it. You can just see, you know, all how that worked. I did the same thing for my webinars course. So before I launched webinars that convert, I came out with a blog post all about webinars and mistakes people make. And then inside that blog post, I had a PDF free giveaway about the rookie challenges you would have on a webinar. So to back up, I think it was a blog post about webinar myths. And then the freebie inside that blog post was five rookie mistakes that people make on webinars. Of course, all relating to my webinar course. So that one was really valuable as well. Now, when I do promotional freebies, I run ads to them, Facebook ads, and we're going to talk about that in a moment, but that tends to help a lot because I want to attract people on my list to this freebie because I want them to tell me, raise their hand and say, yeah, I'm specifically interested in that topic because I can talk to them differently in my emails, but I also want to attract a new audience. So any promotional freebie I do, I heavily use Facebook ads and we'll talk about that in a moment. Okay. So let's take a deep breath here, or maybe I need to take a deep breath, but we went over the three tiered list building strategies. So your signature freebie, your secondary freebies, and your promotional freebies, three ways to grow your email list, looking at it in a really simple way. Let's just build out the simple foundation first. So you can keep it really simple with this three tiered strategy. Okay. So moving on now, I want to talk to you just briefly about places to, I say host your lead magnet. That sounds weird. I couldn't think of a better word, but I mean like, where are you placing it on the web so people can find it? And usually it's some kind of registration form because you want their name and email. Now, this is what the freebie is all about. So the freebie I created, I wanted to show you some of these examples. I've got 
four different examples. One's an extra credit. So that's why I'm saying three different places you can host your lead magnet with one extra credit. So the freebie that I'm giving you today in this episode shows you all these examples. So if you want to see examples, really good examples, I've curated a great list for you and put a bunch of pictures in the PDF. So if you want that, go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 84 download or text the phrase 84 download to the number 33444. Okay, so these places that you can host your lead magnet. The first one is a feature box. And a feature box is a big box across the top of your website. Now, it's so hard with podcasts because I can't show you. That's why I create these freebies to show you. But if you want to see one instantly, mine is amyporterfield.com. Right when you go to it, you'll see a big box across the top and it's inviting you to my webinar about webinars. So that's a feature box. And usually your feature box should feature your signature freebie. See how that works? Now, there's another thing you can do if you don't want to do a feature box, you could do a pop-up box. And I think pop-up boxes are really valuable. I know people say they're annoying, but the statistics show they're incredibly powerful when done right. When you're giving away something people really want, you're going to be amazed how many people opt in through a pop-up box. Now, I love pop-up boxes because they're really simple. Like pop-up ally is one that I think is great. And I'm going to link to it in the show notes. Natalie Lucier and her business are the creators of pop-up ally. So you can go check that out. Um, there's some other great pop-up companies that you can use. But either you want a pop-up or a feature box. I personally think the feature box is more powerful because every time someone visits your website, they're going to see it right there. You know, with a pop-up, you can set it up so that people only see it once every 30 days or whatever. Well, the feature box is static. It's already there all the time. So if people are constantly coming to your website to read your weekly blog or whatever, they're always going to see it. And maybe they need to see it three or four times to think, okay, actually, I really need that. I'm going to sign up for that. So that's why I think a feature box is really valuable and it is right there in front of their face. Like this is important. This is what I'm about. Because when you have a really good signature freebie, it tells people instantly kind of what your brand's all about and where you're focused in your business right now. So I'm going to show you examples of freebies and I'm also going to give you some resources of WordPress themes that allow you to do a really easy feature box. So there's some themes out there that offer the feature box functionality. So I'll make sure to link to those in the show notes as well. So the feature box to me, really valuable. If you don't want to do a feature box or your website's not going to allow, I think the second best thing is a pop-up box. That is for your signature freebie. Now, the second place where you're going to host your lead magnet opportunity is in a sidebar. And a sidebar would be like the right-hand side of your website. Now, I don't put the sidebar on my homepage because I already have the feature box. I don't want the feature box talking about my signature giveaway. And they also see a sidebar right there talking about my signature giveaway. So I tend not to have any kind of sidebar on the homepage. But then when you click on my blog post, you're going to see a sidebar promotion for my giveaway. And usually for me, it's for my signature giveaway. So I always have a sidebar talking about the signature freebie that I've created because they're no longer seeing the feature box at the top. Now, that doesn't mean that at the same time, you can't have your lead box inside your blog post. So at any time, let me just explain how this works. And I'm going to actually show you pictures in the freebies. But if you're on my 
website and you go to one of my specific show notes. So you're on like number 84, which is the one you're listening to now. You'll read the show notes. You'll see a big yellow box for the freebie that I've been offering you today. Click on it. Pop-up box appears. It's a lead box. You can get the freebie. But at the same time, you also in the right sidebar will see a offer for my signature freebie. And it's okay if you have those two going on at once, because if people are really interested in your content, they're going to read your blog and they're going to want that freebie. But at the same time, they might also want to sign up for your signature freebie, or maybe that doesn't catch their attention right at that moment. And that's fine too. So I know what some of you are thinking right now. So that means that the same person is going to sign up for your list twice. Well, with your email service provider, those duplicates should be able to be managed inside your provider. Meaning if you sign up for every one of my podcast episodes, that doesn't mean that you are in my Infusionsoft system like 20 times. Infusionsoft knows, hey, this person already signed up. So you get a tag and it will show me what you signed up for. So if you signed up for a bunch of things, I can know that and I can talk to you in a specific way because of that, but you're not in my system that many times. So I know also that some of you right now are saying, okay, but Amy, it's a pain to sign up for things. Wouldn't it be nice if, if this person's already on my list, they don't have to sign up. Well, that's typically not easy for most email service providers to know if that person's on your list or not. So we're not even going to go there. It takes two seconds. If they're genuinely interested, they'll sign up again. So that's just kind of my way of thinking about that. Okay. So already I've told you three different places that you can put your lead magnet, the feature box or a pop-up, that's number one, two, a sidebar, and three, inside a blog post as a lead box. So those are three different places that you can put your freebies. Now, for extra credit, if you want to do a webinar, a lot of the times my webinar sign-up page is hosted outside of my website. So not always, but like if I use lead pages, it might be hosted by lead pages. So it's not something that you would find on my website. So let me give you an example of that. At one point, we've recently changed this, but at one point you couldn't come to my website and find the registration page for my automated webinar all about Facebook 101 because we ran ads to it. It wasn't really part of our signature promotions we were doing. So if you came to my website, you wouldn't find it, but it lived outside of my website on a lead page. So that's one thing that you just want to be aware of is that not every opt-in opportunity needs to be on your website. If you're running ads to it, it could be outside of your, you know, official domain. So some things don't live at amyporterfield.com and that's okay. I say that to my more advanced students that are thinking, wait a second, you can't find everything on my website. That's fine. You might have another strategy for a lead magnet and it's not necessarily directly coming from your website, but instead you're running ads directly to it. So if you have any questions about that, you guys let me know. Okay. So it's important for you to know, you know, where you are actually placing these opportunities. Now, another thing to think about is that you've got to drive traffic to your lead magnets. And I'm going to talk about three smart ways to drive traffic to your lead magnets, but you probably already know about these ways. I still need to bring them up because if you're struggling with list building, you're probably not doing them consistently. So remember I started this mini training and I said, consistency is the name of the game. It's like the theme of this episode. 
And the reason for that is all this work that you're going to do to create your three different kind of freebies and host them in different areas on your website or outside of your website, all of that won't matter if you don't get consistent with driving traffic to them. Now, the great thing is you don't have to be consistent at constantly creating freebies. Like if you just do one signature, one secondary, and then when you do your next promotion, get ahead of that and do that, you're good. You don't have to consistently be creating them like I'm doing on my podcast. If you told me to do this like two or three years ago, I'd say, go fly a kite. You're absolutely insane. It is a lot of work to do these freebies for every episode. I would never suggest this to people that are in their first or second year of business, something I had to grow into. So you don't have to be consistently creating new lead magnets. What you need to be doing is consistently driving traffic to the ones you have created. A lot of people struggle in their business as entrepreneurs because they're stretching themselves too thin and trying to do a million things. And I've probably said this a million times on my show that I don't do a million different things. I just consistently do the same thing over and over again. So getting really clear on how I'm driving traffic to all of this became a very big focus in my business. So remember, we already talked about the mindset of list building, but I want to add to that and say consistency is going to beat out anything else you do when it comes to list building. So let's talk about that a little bit. The first thing you want to be doing is driving social media traffic to both your signature freebie and any of the secondary freebies you've created maybe inside of a blog post. I think everybody should write those few different epic blog posts and put freebies inside of those. And you want to be driving social media traffic there. Now, where the consistency part comes in is I want you to use a tool like Edgar. I think Edgar is the the best tool you can use, and I'll link to Edgar in my show notes. But basically, Edgar is so brilliant because you can put a post inside Edgar to schedule it, but then it goes into a library where now it's going to actually post that today and then maybe in a few days and a few more days. That's what I'm talking about consistency. If you're going to create these great blog posts and these great signature freebies and all that good stuff, we want to give people multiple opportunities to check it out. So using something like Edgar will make sure that every week you're driving traffic to it. And maybe it's going to take people three or four times to see that post on Facebook before they decide to click on it. Awesome. You've built in that consistency so it will actually happen. Now let's talk about social media because it's not just enough to maybe load some posts up in Edgar to drive traffic to these different lead magnets you've created. In addition to that, I want you to find your core platform and maybe you found it, maybe you haven't, but your core platform of where you want to really focus when it comes to talking about how people can sign up for your freebies. So for me, my core platform is my podcast. So I can talk about my webinar course and I can talk about all these other secondary freebies and and it's really easy for me to build them into what I'm teaching. For you, it might be Periscope or it might just be videos that you put on social media or it might be building up your YouTube channel or it might be SlideShare. I'm not going to get into this, but I'll link to an article about SlideShare where um, one of my students who is now has her own amazing business, Donna Moritz. She uses SlideShare to grow her email list. And I look at that as her core platform. I mean, she's so smart with it. And she builds these amazing slide decks where she gets people to opt in at the end. SlideShare loves what she's doing. So they put her on the first page of SlideShare. I mean, it's truly one of the major ways she's been growing her business. That to me is her core platform. 
And so again, I'll link to an example of that. So you know what I'm talking about if you've never heard a slide share, but it's kind of amazing. And so not only do I want you to load up your social media channels with consistent posting about your freebies and you want to use different images and different copies. So it's not always the same every day, but in addition, find your core platform and it might just be blogging and that's cool too. So blogging, podcasting, Periscope, video, YouTube, SlideShare, whatever it might be. And there's other ones I'm not mentioning, but when you get really comfortable with one platform, it's so easy to create conversations that lead back to, Hey, and if you like this, I got a freebie all about it. That's what I want to hear you saying more and more. I think Periscope's a really cool thing to check out where it's live streaming video. And I see people talking about how they've grown their list from their Periscopes all the time. I think podcasting is one of the most amazing ways to do it. You don't have to do a freebie every single time. You can maybe have two freebies and you just mention it at the end of every podcast or the beginning of every podcast. I know a lot of people that do it that way. So social media is an important part of the puzzle here. Another way to drive traffic to your freebies is through guest blog posting. Now I don't do this a lot anymore just because I've got to choose my battles in terms of what, you know, I have time for, but in my first two years of business, holy cow, I guess blog post everywhere. And I chased it. I went after opportunities. I think there are some amazing articles about out there about how to be a good guest blogger and how to get the opportunities. I'll link to those in the show notes too. Pro blogger has an excellent article. I'll make sure that you get your hands on that because if you're not guest blogging, and you're in your first two years of business and you don't have a big email list and you feel like you're having a hard time getting your name out there, you definitely want to be guest blogging. So very valuable. And it gets you into the habit of creating consistent content. So if you're not guest blogging and you know that it's something you want to be doing more of, give yourself a challenge to a month, two times a month, you're getting on somebody else's blog. Now here's where list building comes into play. Because a lot of people guess blog post, And then when I go to their websites, I want to learn more about who wrote that article. There's no opportunity there. But imagine if you had your feature box on your website. Imagine if you have a blog that actually went live the same day that your guest blog went live and the two are aligned. So the topics are similar or complementary. And then someone reads, goes to your website after reading your guest blog post on a bigger site goes to yours, sees another article they'll like, and inside that article happens to be a secondary freebie. Good stuff, right? So never ever guest blog again without setting up an opportunity on the home page of your website to opt into something. And then if you can get really creative with this, the best guest blogging opportunities are when you can link to a secondary freebie inside that guest blog post. A lot of times you cannot do that. Like I have guest blog posts a lot where they're not going to let me link back to some kind of freebie, but sometimes they will. And it doesn't hurt to ask one opportunity I had, I got to put a link in my bio to a freebie. So I loved that one too. So if people wanted to see who wrote the article, it would say something like, and to get your hands on a free cheat sheet about X, Y, Z click here. And it went to a page outside of my website. It was a lead page that was a freebie related to the article that they just read. So there's some ways to do it. Don't be sneaky though. Don't ever try to sneak in a free giveaway into a guest blog. You're in somebody else's home with that. So you've got to ask permission, but I think it never hurts to ask, especially if you make it super valuable. Okay. Now the final thing is paid advertising. And I think that this one you probably knew was coming because I am a huge fan of Facebook advertising, but 
I really do believe that you should be putting money, even if it's a modest budget, like $20, $50 a week toward Facebook ads and driving traffic to either your webinar. If you have like an automated webinar or to those blog posts, that's the best way to do it. It's really inexpensive to sending traffic to the blog post where you've got your secondary freebie built in there or sending traffic to a podcast episode. So you can send Facebook ad traffic to an opt-in page where they can get your freebie there. Or if you want to, you know, really utilize Facebook advertising with their targeting, you can put a custom audience pixel on those specific blog posts drive Facebook ad traffic there, start building up a targeting group of all the people that visited. And then of course, you're going to have your secondary freebie built into that blog post. So you could be getting opt-ins as well, but you can always retarget those people that visited the blog post and dive in deeper. I talk about this inside one of my freebies, um, amyporterfield.com forward slash free guide, which I'm going to show you as an example in, um, all the examples I give you today. But anyway, In that freebie, I talk about the whole idea of sending ad traffic to a blog post. If you've never heard me talk about that. So amyporterfield.com forward slash free guide. Okay. So holy cow, I covered a lot. I know I've been talking for a lot longer than I had planned to, but this is important stuff, right? I hope you went on this journey with me where first you dove into the mindset around list building with me in episode number 83, and then you came over to episode number 84 and we talked more about the mechanics because if you put the two together, it's golden. You're going to start seeing some really solid results and that's what I want for you. So if I were to leave you with any words of wisdom before we wrap up here, it would be that having your own quality email list is totally a game changer in your business. And you do not need to have a list of a hundred thousand people in order to make money online. I know so many marketers that are my friends that said, you know, I had 4,000 people on my email list. I made $60,000 with my launch. I mean, I hear it over and over again or bigger numbers. And so one, I don't want you to be so focused on the numbers that you lose sight of offering great value. And I don't want you to worry about selling before you focus more on building these relationships. And that's what list building is all about. So I'm excited to see what you create, you know, keep me updated on your progress, um, find me online. And I want to hear about how you are growing your email list. And if you're going to give yourself this challenge of 75 new leads a week, and I want to remind you that the way you get to 75 new leads a week is by having the signature freebie and the secondary freebies and finding your core social media platform that you can talk about them again and again, running Facebook ads, doing guest blog posting, all of those together when you're consistent will help you easily get to 75 new leads a week, but you got to work at it. That's why list building has to be a priority because it just doesn't operate in the background, especially not when you're starting out. I feel like for me, I work hard on it on my podcast, but that's really the main focus. And then when I do webinars, it's not something I stress about anymore, but it sure as heck was something I stressed about when I first started because I had to kind of figure it out. And my goal in these last two episodes was to help you figure it out more so. So you start getting comfortable with the idea. So that's my hope for you in terms of the success you're going to have with list building. Thank you once again for being here. It is truly my pleasure to be able to connect with you in this way. And I know you have a lot of options for podcast episodes. And the fact that you tuned into mine today means everything to me. So I can't wait to connect with you again soon. In the meantime, have an amazing week. Bye for now. 
Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com.